Girl on Purpose Radio, episode number 34. Welcome back to another episode of Girl on Purpose Radio. My name is Vivian Tenorio. I am the former CEO of Signature Flan, turned radio and TV host. And each and every weekday, you are given the opportunity to join me and my amazing guest as we share our spirited stories of our successes, our failures, as well as incredible tips and insights for starting a business and finding fulfillment. We are definitely opening up our playbooks and paving the way for you to take our lead. Thank you for spending this time with me. Now let's get started. All right, you guys, so I am back with another fabulous episode of Girl on Purpose. On today's show, I had the privilege to interview Kara. She is the pastry chef over at Kara's Cupcakes in California. Now, Kara touches a lot on following your passion. Now, she took the leap back in 2005. She was one of the first cupcake shops in the country. So, I mean, she was really a pioneer in that industry. She has a lot of um, great advice for other entrepreneurs and other females that are thinking about starting a business or a cupcake shop or whatever your idea is, but to really follow your passion. And you know what, if it doesn't work, you can always go back to another job. So I love that she said that, um, you know, the world doesn't end if your idea doesn't work out. I think you guys are really going to enjoy her interview. It was a privilege and I really do appreciate her coming on. I know she's a busy mom and she has eight cupcake shops. So Life is a little crazy for her, but she did give me some time, and I do appreciate that. Here is the interview. You guys enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Girl on Purpose. On today's show, I have with me Kara Haspel-Lind. Welcome to the show, Kara. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Sure thing. It is a pleasure to have you on. So you are the founder and pastry chef at Kara's Cupcakes. So can you start with your story? Tell us how you got into the cupcake business. Well, I got into the cupcake business about seven and a half, eight years ago. I was working for Condé Nast for Allure magazine. And I had this love of fashion and beauty, but I'm also the daughter of a dentist. And I also had a love of all things sweet. And so I just wanted to follow my passion of, you know, being in the fashion industry, but also indulging in fabulous sweets, and I enrolled in pastry school here in San Francisco at a local school called Tante Marie's. It's a very small school. And from there, I honed my pastry skills with the full intention of opening up a cupcake bakery because I had seen a couple throughout the country. This was like, you know, now nine years ago. And I thought, wow, I could really do that and make it more of a fashionable environment. And so I, I did that. I started it well into my, you know, second or third week of pastry school started the process. Can you share with us the moment, the the aha moment? So you have a corporate job. It sounds like a fabulous job. Is the passion to do this and become your own boss kind of pulling you? When when did you decide, okay, I'm going to do this? Well, you know, working for Condé Nast and being in the advertising, sales, and marketing arena, there's a lot of autonomy and a lot of creativity. So I was used to that. But I wanted to use that autonomy and creativity to... um, to empower 
you know, my passion for, you know, all things sweet and all things, you know, kind of beautiful and stylish. So I just, I, I took the plunge and um, I just did it. It wasn't necessarily, I had a plan. I um, just kind of went with my, with my gut and my passion and said, I'm going to try this. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, I can always go back to my day job. So that was kind of just jumping off point. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You know, we always feel like, oh, if it doesn't work, that's the end of the world. (laughs) It isn't. There's, you know, there's always an option to go back to what you were doing before. (laughs) Absolutely. And I I haven't had to do that yet. So it's it's a good thing. Hey, it worked out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell me this. As a female business owner, what challenges have you faced? Gosh, what challenges have I faced as a female business owner? I mean, I think there's, you know, challenges every day, you know, um, being female or not female, you know, working with your staff and working with your your clients or your guests, you know, and trying to make everybody happy. Um, I think from a a female perspective, um, that might be, you know, being a woman and trying to make sure everything's okay and everything's going to work out and kind of that control control freak, you know, kind of person and being female. So I think that can be a real challenge, trying to make it perfect, trying to make everybody happy. Um, You can only do so much. And I'm starting to realize that in my seventh year that I have to let go a little bit more. So I think, you know, kind of letting yourself breathe a little bit and taking care of yourself a little bit seems to be a challenge. You know, you don't always stop and say, hey, you know, everything's going okay, slow down, give yourself a pat on the back. We as women, you know, tend to help each other out, but sometimes you don't really stop and help yourself out. I think that's really important to pause and acknowledge, you know, what you're doing, where you've been, where you're going, and give yourself some credit. Yeah, kind of, absolutely. You know, take care of it. Nurture yourself. Yeah. If you're nurturing everyone else. you got to nurture yourself. Right, right. Because if you fall apart, it's all going to fall apart. Right. Yes. Okay. So how how important is it for someone that is sitting behind a, a desk and in a cubicle and is dreaming of maybe starting a business or following their passion? How important is the decision process to really take it into consideration and maybe go after your dream instead of kind of holding off and 30 years later looking back and saying, I should have done that thing? Well, I think the environment is a little bit different now. You know, there's so many entrepreneur spirited opportunities with, you know, I mean, I'm in, I'm in Silicon Valley, right? I'm in San Francisco with the birth of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these other, you know, startups. So the startup idea is very much a local conversation here. So it's very familiar to everybody. You know, everybody's doing it, you know, whether they're doing a cupcake bakery or, you know, a new app, it's common conversation here. Across the rest of the country, it might not be as common, but I'm sure it'll shift. But I think you just have to kind of, Take your passion and your creative vision and test the water with it, you know, test it a little bit. And if you see a little bit of success or if you see a light at the end of the tunnel, go for it, you know, let go of the fear and just know that you can always come back to where you are, um, but you're not going to know unless you try. A lot of entrepreneurs or wantrepreneurs out there get overwhelmed right off the bat. So even putting a business plan together becomes overwhelming. It's too much. It's too long. I don't have this perfect plan to launch this business. So can you tell us how did you manage in the beginning to kind of roll this business out and make it such a success without a real plan? Well, I think that's part of being an entrepreneur is that you I mean entrepreneurs don't have a plan, right? I mean, they have a plan, but they don't have being an entrepreneur 
is, you know, rowing your boat with one paddle. That's part of being an entrepreneur. That's that's why we are what we are. We're creative. We go out there and, you know, do something without knowing for sure what the end result is going to be. That's part of the entrepreneur blood. So if you're, if you're that person that's super panicked and paranoid and afraid and can't do it, then you're probably not going to be an entrepreneur. You're probably better off staying in, you know, your your day job or your desk job and doing that thing and doing it really well. So you have to have a little bit of that um, that edge of, okay, I'm going to row this boat with one paddle, and if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll figure something else out. So you have to have that, I think, is the first thing. Um, I think you have to have a really good sense of intuition, and that can be a guiding compass. And I know so often 99.9% of us, or probably 100% of us, have failed to listen to our intuition at one time or another. But that also helps you become a better entrepreneur because when you don't listen one time, the next time you're going to listen. So start pulling in on your intuition and take your background that you have and utilize it for what you're trying to do. You know, if you um, have a marketing and fashion background and you want to develop a stylish brand, you can lean on your expertise. If you're super tech savvy and you want to develop something that is going to make life easier for people, probably your tech-savvy kind of engineering mindset will probably support that. So kind of rely on your expertise in certain areas to help move you in the direction of succeeding in what you want to do. Have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Has that always been kind of in you? Probably. I mean, when I was little, you know, I would uh, I would play, you know, dolls in my room or play something, you know, by yourself, you'd, you'd play in your bedroom with your toys or whatever. And I always played, um, boss. <laughs> I was always the boss. <laughs> I don't know what I was the boss of, but I had that, and I, I told someone what to do, an imaginary friend. But, you know, I think I always had a vision that I would in some way create something and develop it. I never knew really what that was. And it just kind of came to fruition and serendipitously happened. So I think I've had that kind of feeling all along. I just never knew what it was. So when you launched your first or you opened your first retail cupcake store, um, it was in 2005. Social media was not around. But today you guys have a great following on Facebook and Twitter. So tell us the secret. Tell us the secret to having a great social media following. Well, I think um, first we have a great brand and we have a great product. And I think that gets people really excited about being a part of our conversation. So Kara's Cupcakes is delicious. It's all local, organic, sustainable. We're part of our community. We give back. You know, charity is really important. We have a charity cupcake. We do um, donations to different schools throughout the community. We we donate our cupcakes at the end of the night to the food bank. So there's a lot of needy and starving people in San Francisco that are eating really good cupcakes every day. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, having our, our, our real focus in the community – the community's embraced us, and so they want to see what we're talking about and what we're doing. So Facebook to us and how we built it, it's essentially, you know, our marketing page. You know, what are we doing? Here's what's happening. People are excited to hear new things and new flavors. And our Instagram our Instagram followers are just really excited to see the world of Karis Cupcakes through our lens and, you know, the making of the cupcakes and the new flavors and gift-giving and so forth. And our, our Twitter followers just love seeing the instantaneous conversation, what we're doing right now in this split second. So I think those three elements really kind of invite our community in to 
behind the veil of Kara's Cupcakes, and people like to see that because they're so in love with the product and the brand that they immediately want to know more. And so Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram help our our audience do that and relate to us through that. Let's celebrate some of your successes. Can you share with us the best business decision that you guys or that you have made in your business? The best business decision I ever made, I mean, gosh, was to probably, you know, launch the first store to go from a catering business to an actual brick and mortar store, bakery. I think that was probably the best decision we ever made um, because it, it, we were the first ones to the market in San Francisco and probably, you know, in the country. We were probably one of, you know, a handful, a small handful, one of the first five to, to hit the, the states with cupcakes. And I think that was a really great decision. I'm, I'm proud of, of going for it and, and doing it. You know, I didn't have a business plan. I didn't, that's, again, rowing the boat with one paddle. <laughs> I took a couple notes and I was like, ah, let's see. If I lose a hundred grand, I lose a hundred grand. So, you know, I think that was probably one of my smartest decisions. Um, gosh, there's been so many others. I mean, I think, you know, uh, branding our vehicles and, and our caravan has been really great. You know, we have a mobile cupcake truck that's really wonderful and, and our guests love it. You know, it, it continues our mission of, making the planet a little sweeter by creating celebratory moments with each cupcake we serve. So I think that just kind of exudes, you know, more of our, our brand and, and, and uh, community engagement. I think those two things have been really great. So you, you said one of the first maybe five handful of, mm-hmm. of these cupcake stores in the country that opened up. So you were somewhat pioneering this explosion of cupcake retail stores or brick and mortar stores. So I can imagine there was self-doubt. There was a little bit of what am I doing? Is this going to oh, work? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. With anything, like any entrepreneur, absolutely. You know, I, it, again, it was a risk, but, you know, we're also going back, I think, gosh, seven years. I knew if it fell, if I fell on my face, I could go back to doing something else. Um and the same thing goes for right now. If I fell on my face right now, you know, I could still, you know, there's always an opportunity to do something else. Um, so, you know, it's never say never, you know, and never, never be afraid to switch gears or, you know, switch directions. That's all a part of the course of being an entrepreneur or life in general. You know, I mean, you never know. So you just got to be prepared change. You're a mom now, you're a wife, yes. and you have these eight yes. retail stores. How do you balance all that? It's challenging to balance it all, but I try to um, I try to put me first whenever I can, which isn't very often. Um, again, that nurturing thing. <laughs> but, um, you know, I try and do uh, yoga a couple times a week. Actually, I do do yoga a couple times a week. And um, I try and be active uh, with hiking and working out and enjoying time with my daughter and my husband. We like to bike as a family. Um, we like to go out to eat and enjoy the city of San Francisco. And we also enjoy Napa. Uh, we get up to Napa a lot, which is really fun. And just our weekends are our time to really unplug. And we really try to do it. We always can't. But we do our best to do that and just, you know, appreciate what we have and, and focus on the three of us being together and doing some fun stuff whenever we can. Yeah. And I think when when you're intentionally trying to do that unplug, you have to delegate a lot of these tasks to other team members. So 
was that difficult to kind of let go oh, a little yeah, bit? Oh, that was, yeah, that was difficult in the beginning. You know, the first five years, it was really challenging. And now we're to a point where, you know, we're eight units, 120 employees. You have to delegate. Otherwise, we won't succeed. I think the, the only one challenge that I have with some delegation is, you know, as much social media is a blessing and a curse because you get so locked into it because it's our message, it's our marketing. So sometimes you get addicted to your phone and you can't, you can't turn away from it. So that's the uh, that's the one thing that's a little challenging to let go of on the on the weekends because even for personal reasons you're you're on your phone doing things. Um, but you know we, you just got to set intentions and try, yeah. and and we we try and do that. All right, so let's talk philanthropy. So you guys, in the last couple of years or last year, you guys gave away. million to your community and local charities. I mean, that's a huge contribution back to your community. So was that always part of kind of the plan or has that just evolved and you guys decided to go that route? That, you know, being our community was always part of our, of our plan, you know, being a neighborhood bakery and creating the celebratory moments for our guests and the charitable aspects really organically grew to donating our cupcakes at the end of the night to feed the needy and the homeless that goes to teen rescue clinics, senior citizen shelters, homeless shelters. And then as time came on, you know, I started doing a charity cupcake for a charity here or a charity there, meaning, um, you know, breast cancer awareness or pediatric cancer through Stanford or UCSF or multiple sclerosis or, you know, um, know, Make-A-Wish or Meals on Wheels. And so out of it was born a flavor of the month, and we created, with that flavor of the month, proceeds would go to a certain charity based on what month and what what charity we were were affiliated with. So over the course of the inception of the business since 2006, we evaluated everything and realized, wow, look at all that we've given away with, you know, our, our donations every day to our charitable cupcakes to our community, and it's been a big part of our story. You know, we're also a very green company, we're all about local, organic, and sustainable. And you know, giving back in a way is 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 being green and 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 ethical in our community environment. If you had to give three of your top business tips to an aspiring entrepreneur, what would those be? Three business tips. Let me see. There's so there's there's so many. I have to kind of focus on that. I would say, you know, you really want to educate yourself on the market that you're interested in. And that doesn't mean like you have to go study everything and be, you know, the number one know-it-all of everything. It just means educate yourself about that area that you're passionate about so you can understand it. I think creating mission, vision, values, and guiding principles at some point or some kind of mission, like why do you want to do this? Like what's your mission? Um, Will inspire you and help guide you. I think that's really important. Um, you're asking yourself, why are you doing this, right? Right. And then start really small. Know your audience and start small. Like, and and you, you don't want to start it and make this whole big, huge thing because you never know what's going to happen. So if you start small, you have the opportunity to um, to see if it's if it's going to work and 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 express yourself with it. Those are great tips. Yeah. So Tell me, what are you guys excited about over there at Kara's Cupcakes right now? What are you guys up to? Well, we have some fun things coming down the pipeline. I can't say right now because we're not going to launch for a couple more months, but we have some brand extensions we're working on, which I think is going to be really great. Um, 
some fun, fun things. I think you might be able to see our brand, you know, if you're in Texas or New York, you might be able to get uh, an element of Kara's Cupcakes that you can enjoy. So we're thinking, talking about things like that. And um, a couple fun brand extensions and a couple really exciting partnerships with some other brands. So we've got some good things coming down coming down the line in 2014. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. We'll be looking out for that. So who inspires you? So many people inspire me. I mean, I mean, my husband inspires me. You know, he's so talented and he's my business partner and he's just a great asset to lean on and kind of think and talk through things. I think um, Cheryl Sandberg is obviously an inspiration. Uh, so many women chefs are inspirations and pastry chefs are great inspirations. Randy Zuckerberg's a great inspiration. She's doing so many wonderful things. Um, from a hospitality perspective, uh, Danny Meyer, um, he's based out of New York, and he does wonderful things in the restaurant and food industry that are very admirable. So I think there's a lot of men and women that are inspiring, but close to home, you know, my family and my husband and and my daughter inspires me, you know, little fun things that she does. They're so awesome and uh, wonderful that it inspires you to kind of kick that out there into the world. They're so creative when they're that young and you forget, you're like mesmerized by it. So big, little, old, young, it's all good inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Kara, you have been so wonderful. Thank you for for giving us some of your time. I know you're really busy and you're a mom and you got a lot of things going on. So I really do appreciate you coming on the show and sharing some tips and some advice with our listeners. So can you share with us how we can find some of your yummy cupcakes? Absolutely. It was so great to be on this show. I'm so excited. You can find a lot of information about Kara's Cupcakes at our website, karascupcakes.com. We also have a great Facebook page with lots of fun and exciting things happening at Facebook, Kara's Cupcakes. Our Instagram is, again, Kara's, at Kara's Cupcakes, as well as our Twitter account, at Kara's Cupcakes. If you want to follow our mobile cupcake truck, that is actually at Caravan, K-A-R-A-V-A-N. And that's a great place to kind of see where our truck is and what we're up to. So lots of opportunities to hear where we are and what we're doing and um, enjoy lots of cupcakes. Yeah, very good. Thank you so much again, and you have a good night. Okay, you too. Thanks so much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so that was my interview with Kara from Kara's Cupcakes. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode of Girl on Purpose and have received value from it. I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your day. I will see you guys back tomorrow.